am I weird? Am I the only one that feels this way? Is there something wrong with me? And you just kind of go through all these thoughts. Hi, I'm Anna Olson, and you're listening to We're Not Kidding, a podcast devoted to sharing stories surrounding the child-free life. As a life coach, I'm passionate about helping women feel confident and empowered in their choice not to have children. And I believe that by sharing our stories, we help break the stigma. So let's dive in. All right. Thanks so much for tuning in. Today, we're speaking with Alana Harris, who I met through Instagram pretty early on in the child-free journey and Mm -hmm. has just become a really good friend. So thank you, Alana, for coming on today. (laughs) And would you be willing to tell us a little bit about yourself? For sure. So um, born and raised Canadian. Um, I grew up in the province of Ontario. Um, If people know Toronto, um, Ontario, Canada, um, I was about an hour and a half ish from that area. Um, I grew up in a small town like for my childhood years. Um, And then it when I hit like my early 20s, I actually did live in Toronto for a period of time before living like where I live now, which is now in a little rural town. So (laughs) it's funny how the things, you know, as a child really shape you as an adult, right? And I always liked that experience. I always loved where I grew up and it was just nice kind of like knowing your community and everything's really close, right? Like everything's like a five minute drive down the street. So, I mean, it doesn't, life doesn't get much more convenient than that. And with that, we made like the choice to kind of make that because we were living in Toronto, like I said, and you spend a lot of time in traffic. Like Mm -hmm. I know people joke about traffic all the time, but like it literally runs your life when you live in a big city and you end up spending a good chunk of your time just sitting in traffic. So we were like, there's got to be a better way to spend our time and get more out of it. So we moved to the country and like, sure enough, we've had more time to definitely do what we want to do. And when we moved here, I had more time to like meet people, talk to people, get to know like people. It was awesome. Like, I just really didn't feel like I had the opportunity to really do that. And when I lived in the city, I didn't really make too many friends. But like when I moved here, I, as I met one person, I just met another and another and it grew. And it's just wonderful how like that evolved into what it is now. So now, again, going back to having that time, I just do work for my dad remotely. That's my main job. So I do a lot of office work for him. And then on the side, I have my Etsy business. And that's where like the timing came in. I again, wouldn't have had the time to do that before, but now I do. So it's great that I can do one main job and then do this on the side, which is my passion. Right. So just wonderful yeah. that, you know, we've been able to like maximize the time that we have and be able to do stuff like that. So, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> I mean, I'm a, I'm a small town girl myself still in my small town, uh, moved away for a little bit, but only to a smaller yeah. town. It had a big lake, but, um, oh, wow. <laughs> So I'm curious, how did you come to the decision to be child-free? So uh, basically growing up, I always deviated towards adults as opposed to children. So like even at a very young age, I didn't really want to hang out with kids. I just wanted to be with the adults. And I remember my parents telling me like, you can't sit with the adults. So you need to go sit with your friends because they're talking about things that are probably not appropriate for kids sometimes, right? I mean, they'll swear, you have jokes, right? Like I get where you're coming from. You just don't want, you know, me listening to that. I get it and I'm young. But I always just love what like adults have to say and I always liked their conversations and I always just found like what they discussed was really interesting and I just liked that aspect so then like as I grew up you know time went on it just never really was something I ever really envisioned and when I hit 18 at that point I was pretty solid and I knew this is not going to be my journey. I don't see this in my future. I don't see it being a part of my life. And there are so many things that I would love to do, but like having kids is a lifestyle. It changes your entire life, you know, and there are so many things that I want to do where I know having a kid, A, I don't think I could be that good of a parent to give them what they need. You know what I mean? Like just because my attention would not be for that, you know, because I want to look after what I want to do. So I knew that. And this is not really for me. 
Um, but like, it was hard to find examples. And I know you've mentioned this of people that were child free and didn't have kids. Cause again, the little town, the leg I grew up in, everyone got married, had kids. That was just what life was. That's all I ever saw. And that's what I saw in my extended family. That's what I saw in my friend's family. You know what I mean? Like these are just all the examples I had, but I had never personally ever seen anyone that didn't have kids. But for me, I was like, I just don't want them. Am I weird? Am I the only one that feels this way? Is there something wrong with me? And you just kind of go through all these thoughts. You're like, why do I feel this way? Right? So then there's obviously like a lot of self-doubt when you're first making that decision with yourself because you're just like, is this really it? But like I said, I just never felt that desire and I never visually pictured that for my future. Like I just did not see it. Yeah. Yeah. Was there anything that helped you work through the doubt that you had? <laughs> That's a good question. Um, I would say definitely having a lot of personal time with myself. It's kind of like that big picture vision. So we learned this in school where like you have to see the bigger picture. And this like allows you to not see so black and white, right? It's like opening up the picture to include more. And when you include more in that picture, you're also able to see more long term. So I would always picture myself and be like, okay, if I have a kid, is this going to make me happy? Is this going to bring me what I want? Is this going to be something I'm doing because people are telling me I need to have kids or would I be doing this because it's for myself? Right. And I knew I I didn't want to be pressured into having kids, (laughs) you know, like I knew that I didn't want to give into that societal pressure or family pressure because it really truly was something I personally didn't like align with. And I didn't feel in my soul and I still don't feel that way. You know what I mean? So It was just these personal conversations with myself and then encountering a few people that were like my age that were also kind of feeling this way and having these conversations. And then, Mm. you know, it's slowly just finding your tribe, right? And finding the people around you that are open to the decision you made, even if that's not their choice, but aren't going to sit there and like say, well, why are you doing this? Right. Right. And the friends that I have, whether or not they have kids, they're all very supportive of how I feel because they know me as a person. Right. And that's what's so important important. Like they know me, (laughs) like I know myself and they can see that that really wouldn't be for me. And I think that that speaks very loudly and clearly when people can read that and see that on you, you know? And I think that's where the confidence comes in, right? Mm -hmm. Having that confidence in the decision that you make, because it's not easy to get to that point, but when you do and you start being confident in it, it's crazy how much everything shifts in your life. And then the confidence really starts to come forward, you know, and then you start to doubt yourself less. It's just like you build the confidence and like the doubt goes away. You know what I mean? Like it's such a crazy process, but it builds like that. Honestly, over time, the confidence has gone up and the doubt has gone down. And (laughs) this is also through like things I've witnessed, you know, things people have shared with me, experiences I've gone through. So it's only validated that decision as time has gone on. Even with when the pandemic hit and everything had changed, I was like, thank God I don't have kids to worry about in this situation. I'm here trying to hold on to my mental stability, let alone having to like care for another human. So kudos and shout out to all the parents that have done that because honestly, that is way above my level of being a human. I just could not do that. So again, I think it's being honest with yourself and knowing that too, right? Like you understand what you're capable of and what you know and what you feel comfortable with, right? Yeah, definitely. And I love your reflection and ability to envision the different paths and what life would look like and, and go bigger and see kind of like what really stuck for you or what felt right, what felt natural, what yeah. you could see yourself living and then building that confidence and, and the doubt going yeah. away totally resonates for me as well. And the validation from other people yes. hearing that other people mm-hmm. feel this way too, has yes. been such a game changer. Yeah. Then it's like, okay, I'm not alone. I'm not crazy exactly. for feeling this way. <laughs> yes. this way. Thank yeah. you. Thank <laughs> you. Yes. All of that. Exactly that, you know, and that's the power of getting out there and sharing it, having the confidence to stand behind it, because I think there are so many more of us out there than yes. we know. And we only know this about each other 
when we self-reveal, but you would never know otherwise, right? So just remember there are probably so many more and it takes time to come out and share this with people and be open with it and confident with it. I don't blame you for like having to like work through that because it takes time and everyone's going to get there when they get there. You know what I mean? I can't say there's a timeline on that. You know, you'll just know, you'll just know. (laughs) That's all I can say. Yeah. I love that. And I think it's so true. And if I go back to think about when I first revealed it, that was scary. It is scary. You get nervous. You're like, if I reveal this, what is this going to do? How are people going to react? Right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> but being on the other side of that, it's way better than I yeah. could have ever imagined. Like I did yes. not foresee being here, having a podcast, getting exactly. other stories out, connecting <laughs> with other child-free people. So exactly. that is all just to say that once you're like you said, take your time, know mm. when it's the right time for you. Exactly. And when when you have enough courage to sort of outweigh that fear and share it, mm. then like, yeah. Watch the magic happen. Watch that's the- all I'm yes. going to say, you know, like that's all I can say. That's all it takes. And it's like, you know what they say? It's like the spark that ignites the flame, right? That's where it all begins. And like, it's just so beautiful. Again, I never thought it would happen either. I never thought if like, I thought I had to keep this to myself, you know, all my life. Yeah. And like, I would never be able to comfortably share it. But once you do, it's such, such an amazing feeling. And you feel really empowered by it too. Totally. Because for me, at least it went from being like, oh, I have this thing that I'm sort of hiding yeah. to this is who I am. And yeah. I'm, I feel like I grew or. I don't want to say grew into myself, but I feel like I became proud of other parts of myself or aspects of my identity. It it wasn't just the child-free thing, but that was a catalyst for me, like being more myself in other areas too. Yeah. Yeah. That's why, like I always say, like living authentically and aligning with those things. Cause once you do, it's crazy what happens when you connect all of it. It is like connect the dots, kind of. It puts the whole thing in motion and it does eventually build the bigger picture. So I look at myself even a couple of years ago and I'm like, I can't believe I'm here and I'm doing this, you know, and I'm sharing and I'm talking. And again, like just through doing it all, it's made me feel so much better. The Mm. relief is gone. The weight is gone. And I don't know if I want to say like shameful of the decision. Cause like, I don't want to say it like that, but like you just fear, I guess, more the shame that comes with the judgment. Right. And so you really hold it back because sometimes you're worried how people are going to react. But then like, once you hit that point where you're confident about it and you're like, this is me, take it or leave it kind of thing, but this is who I am, you know? And I just think it's so beautiful. And like, why should people have to contain those aspects of themselves? And that applies for so many things in life. Every human should be free to be like, this is how I feel. We should be able to hear each other, even if we don't agree. No judgment, safe space. Let's witness the humanness in each other. Mm-hmm. Like let's exactly. allow each other to be human. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and so let's badly. learn from each other. We don't have to agree, but there can exactly. be room for respect. And exactly. And maybe learning. education can come out of that too. Like we can learn from each other, maybe different things too. Like you just, you never know, but like, it's just, again, going in with that different perspective and confidence is definitely a huge part of that. Yeah. Cause I think yeah. when you have the confidence in yourself and in your own decision, you can get to a more grounded place to yeah. hold the space for the other person That's too, right. yes. and, and have yes. that like, yeah, dialogue. Right. like you, you called that perfectly. Exactly. Like being able to have that space to hear whatever is being said without any judgment or anything. And like, once you can do that, it also brings you the greatest peace of mind you will ever experience in your life, you know, because then you just don't let that stuff affect you in the way that you could, because once you react, you know, and you give that emotion away, like you've handled it with emotion as opposed to stepping back and being like, okay, but there's a reason that this person is reacting this way. There's a reason I'm reacting this way. So we need to figure out like what it is where we can at least be on a mutual ground. We don't have to agree or disagree or whatever, but if we can come to like a peaceful point where, you know, we can coexist in the same space it would be amazing. And that's all like, you know, it has to be, there's no need for judgment for anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What has your experience as a child-free woman been mm. like? So I think, what did I say? I think I said it was like difficult, but rewarding. So like difficult because like, we've talked about sharing where you come from and your choice, there can always be judgment. So mm 
through that, it's been difficult because again, this is also a choice that I feel isn't well known and there's stigma associated with this choice as well. So for that, it's been tough, but it makes you resilient too, because you also learn how to negotiate and like communicate and discuss better. You learn, I think, to guide your emotions and your process better when people do respond in those negative ways. And you learn like who's worth giving that energy to or not. So if you're going to come at me with a negative response, if there's no way that we can diffuse this situation, you're probably not going to want to hear what I have to say anyways, right? You just want your voice to be heard. And at that point, like share your voice by all means, but like, I'm not going to go and share my truth because you won't hear it. You know what I mean? It would be wasted space, wasted effort. So if we can't and you don't want to hear it, that's cool. But I also don't want to react in a way that's going to push that negative like conversation or direction. You know what I mean? Like we, I want it to just be, okay, this is it, kind of moving on and be done with it. So for that, I think it's given me the ability to like know when it's important to state that decision and know who to share my truth with and then people that are not really worth it at all. And the people that are generally worth sharing that with, or they're going to genuinely want to know how you came to this decision or why or what led to it. Sometimes I get responses where it's like, you know, I never thought like this was a choice for me, or I never like consider it. This would be something, you know, I could do with my life and still be happy and not feel like, you know, I'm missing out on anything. And I think Patty mentioned it to more or on your one episode. And you guys were talking about how sometimes like the fear gets pumped into not having kids, right? Like, oh my gosh, if you don't have kids, you might regret this. And the fear is like in there in that equation when it doesn't really need to be. And then that can force people to do something, you know, that they might not be comfortable with. Right. So we want to drop all of that and just allow people to not feel pressured. I want to one day be able to tell somebody that I'm child-free and it not be like, Oh my gosh, you know, like one day I would just love to not have a negative reaction like that. And we just go about, you know, our daily lives and it's like, whatever. I dream of that day and I really hope it will come because I do feel like I see it more in the media than I have ever before. I've definitely noticed a shift on like articles and stuff focusing on like women that are child-free. I hate to use a celebrity example, but Jennifer Aniston is one that's always been hit in the tabloids. They've always commented on her being child-free and always made it out to be like a negative thing. Like she's missing out on her life or she's not living a full life because she doesn't have kids. And it's like, but she might be like very happy guys. Who are you to judge? Maybe that just isn't something she wants to do. And like, let's be fair. When you're in the acting industry, your body is your commodity, unfortunately. So like if you have babies as a woman, that can actually affect the work that you get because you don't look a certain way or your body type isn't a certain way. So it's not just like having a kid, it's all the other stuff that comes into that. And I also don't feel like people consider that when they ask these questions or talk about it. Like it's not just getting pregnant and having a kid and it's here. There are so many things that come into that equation afterwards and your whole life completely shifts. So yeah, Yeah. it's just, like I said, like it's been rewarding, but challenging, but like, I don't regret it. And I do feel it has made me a better person in terms of just being able to negotiate conflict better. Yeah. And diffusing like a lot of situations better because I've had that practice over and over and over again. Right. And you just get better at it. You get faster or you get more clarity. And I feel like you are able to really shut that stuff down like really fast. And then it's like, okay, all right, fine. Moving on now. But I feel like before I couldn't shut things down in a nice way, in a proper way that felt good and proper to me, because I don't want to be rude when I do this, right? Like, I just want to be respectful to you and to me and just know that if you're not here to like hear what I have to say, then it's cool. And we can still have other conversations. We just won't talk about this, you know, until you're ready to have the conversation that you do want to have with me. Because clearly you do. You just might not be able as a person know how to approach it because it makes you uncomfortable. So that's okay. And I hope in time, maybe you'll come back and we will have that discussion. And that's why I don't ever want it to be disrespectful because, you know, 
once the dust settles, you have to be dealing with what's left. And it's so important that like you don't react because you never know where that's going to go, and what's going to happen in the future. And that's why it's always like big picture thinking. Again, coming back to that. That's, I think, what has helped me with that kind of thinking. I really relate to that. Like, I feel like my ability to set boundaries or navigate mm-hmm. that or yes. navigate difficult conversations. Yes not even just within this or navigate sort of like difficult relationships in a healthy way without, without just cutting that person out. Exactly. Yeah. I think after making this decision, that ability really Mm -hmm. grew for me. And I think it's because it's kind of forces you to, it does, (laughs) it does. It so does, which is crazy, but it's not a bad thing. Right. Right. A lot of good has come of it. It's actually even some of the more challenging relationships in my life have gotten easier because I now yeah. have the skills to, That's right. to navigate them Yeah, exactly. in a healthy it, way for myself and in a healthy way for that person. And that feels good and true to you. Right. And that like, right. you can just, like feel like, okay, like this is good. Like we're doing progress and we're learning how to like deal with this better so that we don't just keep pushing like negative energy, like around and around and around. So, you know, like, again, when people say like being child-free, you're, you're selfish or you're this, I really have a hard time believing that because I'm like, look at what we're doing right now. We're literally training ourselves to be respectful of your opinion and our opinion at the same time. I don't know what else to say other than, you know, like, please don't judge us too harshly because we're working just as hard with you to like make this so it's not an issue. Please understand where we're, what we're trying to accomplish here. And we're not here to like make people feel uncomfortable. You know what I mean? But I just don't want any bad vibes, you know, at the end of the day, just want to walk away from a situation feeling like, okay, you know, and like, we can still come back and talk to each other. Even if we have to take a breather, that's okay. That's totally fine. I'd rather you take the breather than like say something you're going to regret. Tolerance, I guess would say out of that. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And I just want to (laughs) say, I still have a lot of work to do and a lot of growth and a lot of learning. (laughs) It is never ending, but (laughs) I think this for me, was like kind of going from um, totally avoiding conflict, totally avoiding yeah. setting boundaries to that's right. Okay. I have to face this. And here Even we go. If I don't want to, but like, but this is the way to face it. That's like productive at some point, again, like it's making relationships better and it's just allowing things and people to just kind of have a space, you know, that we yeah. can all cohesively exist in and understand. Right. Totally. So that's amazing. And I love that you've, ex- you've experienced that same growth too, because I feel like, again, it's been the same thing for me and it's just been amazing. And maybe COVID has like forced that, you know, in a way I've had to spend a lot of time getting to know myself, really being in my head a lot. And I'm the kind of person that's always in my head. I feel like COVID really did force me to sit down and be like, because even with COVID, you know, not everyone agrees and not everyone's on the same spectrum. Everyone is all over the place. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I don't want to lose relationships that way either. You know, like I would absolutely love to be able to connect and just have a normal conversation without it, like getting too out of control. Thanks to like this decision and the skills that I've learned, it's also been very applicable to that part of my life as well. And managing those conflicts as they come up and just making sure that, you know, things don't get heated or out of control because again, once the dust settles, what are we all going to be left with? And don't, don't do anything that you're going to regret, please. That's all I can say. All right. Like, let this be the PSA. Just like, don't say anything that you will regret in the future because I've lived that experience where I have, and I have reacted. And then I come back to myself and I feel bad. I feel like crap because I'm like, I said things that I didn't mean to say, but I was heated, you Mm -hmm. know, and then it's going through the process of trying to fix that. But like, for me, I always feel like it hangs with me for a while if I react badly like that. And it, I really, really do feel bad. So it's like, you know, I don't want to do that to myself and I don't want to do that to the person either. You know what I mean? So it's just, again, learning to like not react basically. And like I said, tolerance at the end of the day. Yeah. And I think something in your example, that's really key with regret is it's an opportunity to learn and do better or shift yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and shift that, the energy around. 
which is exactly what you did, which is why you're at this place now where you're like, okay, I'm not going to go there. I've been there. I didn't, I didn't like it. (laughs) I did not. I'm being honest. I did not. So see like self-revealing, right? Like you learn. Yeah. Um, and I want to segue a little bit here back to your own experience as a child-free woman. Um, yes. How did you overcome feeling isolated and alone because of the decision? The biggest thing for that was, again, trying to find one example of any kind that could be like somewhat relatable. And for me, a lot of that started as research. Like I just went on to Google one day and I was like, women who haven't had children. And then as I started reading, like there were people like prominent figures and things throughout history that didn't have kids that lived like child-free lives. Um, so I was just like, this is crazy. Like I, I never thought, or even, you know, and it had never been really mentioned either. So I was just like, this is interesting information. Like, I'm glad that I'm looking into this. And then as I started looking into that, I started to like, try and find threads or like boards where like women were child-free or knew someone that was child-free or any kind of experience that people could share personally, like with their choice so that I could kind of know what they were experiencing. But that didn't really turn out too well. So then I went onto social media and hoped I could find like a group, a Facebook page or social, like anything on Instagram, just something that like had people that were kind of thinking about this or had made this choice or commitment. And then it was just a matter of following specific like pages over time and seeing like comments from people too, and seeing how many women were actually like making this choice too. And once I saw like the comments and people reacting, and then I found one of your reels again, super cheesy. I know this is going to sound, but like I saw, found your reel. And then like, not only was your reel amazing, but the comments after that was just amazing. Like I'd never seen a community so interactive and empowered by like this decision. So then like, I just started reading comments more and more. And then you started posting content that like, I just, I had no choice, but I had to say something, you know, like I had to just say something like I, it moved me. I like really felt I could maybe like vocalize exactly what I was feeling. So then like one time I just left a comment, really didn't think anything of it. And like 15 people had like, liked this one comment I had left. And I was like, this is crazy. I am not alone in these feelings. Like this is very clear that there are other people out there that feel exactly the same way and like are living these lives like this. And so through that, like it just was an empowering experience from there. And then just trying to be authentic in my life and sharing that, you know, this is my choice and this is who I am. And like, this is how I feel. This is Alana, you know? (laughs) Yeah. This is it. So again, a process, right? Like it's like little baby steps, but they amount to something so big, but you don't really realize what you're really doing until like you see what happens at the end. And you're just like, holy crap, like something that I just was looking for, like even the smallest amount of support turned into like an incredible community of support. And now I have all these social media pages of all these women that are child-free and I can literally go on my newsfeed and it's like a child-free person here and another child-free person here. And I'm just like, I am not alone anymore. (laughs) Like This is amazing. And I just wish like, why is this again, not promoted more? Why, why did it take so long for me to get it? Like I'm 31, you know, like I've been searching since I was 18. Okay. This has been a long process. So like, and I feel like it's only maybe become more prominent online just because we have the ability to do it now, right? Like we have the ability to share on any kind of social media. We can record movies, like videos and anything, you know, now. So it's just wild. And maybe that's why, it was easier to find. But before then I truly felt like, you know, maybe I was kind of like the odd ball out. Maybe this is weird that I feel this way, but in time, not so much. Like now I just feel very validated and it's crazy. Never thought I'd be here. Like, it's so crazy. (laughs) Yeah. I got goosebumps as you were. Me too, man. Me too. Me too. Me too. Wow. Yeah. 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 And like, I mean, it's just so moving too that you were a voice that spoke up in sharing that comment and yeah. that all those women yeah. were like resonated with it. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. Like it touched my heart in like ways I like have never thought. And again, like that's what really brings you those feelings of like not feeling alone and is isolated because you only feel isolated because you don't feel like there's more people like you. Right. So this is like the best way is just wherever you can find that support, whether it's like through social media or even if there's like something in your community, I don't know if there's groups for this. Maybe there are, and we just don't know, you know what I mean? Like they have support groups for everything else, you know? So like, it's so wild to see, like, we'll never know what comes of this, but it's amazing. And I look forward to like what the future has to bring for this whole entire space for all of us. Like, I really, really look forward to it. Yes, absolutely. Me too. What do you think? I I know we talked about this a little bit before, um, not today, but in our previous conversation about Mm. there are things that nobody's talking about. Yeah. (laughs) Can you speak to that? (laughs) So many things, so many things. So I think I had said like the biggest thing for me is When people ask the question, when are you going to have kids? It's like a very leading question with like really one answer. Because if you say that you don't want kids, it's like, what do you mean you don't want kids? And it comes to its whole thing, right? So why are we taught that like there's only that one little view of women where they can just get married and have kids and like that's it close the book and we're done so for me that question in particular has always been a sticking point because I felt like it just limited the scope of women in general and it like puts them in a little box and then that's it and like okay we're done we're moving on next thing kind of thing and so for me that is like the biggest thing like why are we not embracing more women within society that are child-free that have chosen this lifestyle why can't we showcase the choices and things that they're able to do. All the women that you've had on your podcast are doing amazing things. They are all like living and doing the things that make them happy. Why are we not sharing that? You know, it's always like being child-free is seen as this negative thing. And it's like, but why? Why? And like, why are you hiding all these beautiful success stories of women that are thriving without having kids? Why is this not being even painted into mainstream media? You know, like, we're talking about being inclusive and wanting to include everything, but I always feel like women always get the short end of the stick because every time you watch something on TV, what happens? She falls in love, gets married and has kids. It's literally the same storyline over and I'm so bored of it. I'm so bored of it. If anyone is listening to this podcast, okay, make a new movie for women, please. Wonder Woman was literally one of the best things I have seen to come in terms of elevating women in a proper light, in a proper way. And I liked what they did with Wonder Woman because like they just painted her with her values and that was what it, that's it. Like, it wasn't like she had to have kids. She didn't have to get married. She didn't have to do anything other than that. They just showed that she was this like amazing woman for love. And you know what? Like, why do we need to limit that scope for women when women are capable of so much more? And we know this, we know this because women are out there every day doing amazing jobs. You know, like they're in fields that were, mainly male dominated, you know, like some of these fields are changing where women are like now being in these fields more, you know, and the scope is changing. So if that scope can change, why can't the scope of women having kids change? Why are we still stuck on women have to have kids to be happy, to be full, to be complete? You know what I mean? To be a woman. To be a woman. Yeah. (laughs) Agreed. 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 Yes. God forbid. Right. So it's just like, to me, that's where I get frustrated and I'll always have my sticking point because I don't feel that that's fair. And women are allowed to do so much with their vibes. Like, you know, it's just why I limit that scope. So that will always be the thing that I feel needs to be out there more. And of course, removing the stigma, if they do choose to not have kids, you know what I mean? Like, again, if a woman doesn't want that for her life and she's happy, really, what's it to you at the end of the day too, right? Like, why does that really matter to you whether or not she has kids or not? And again, always going back to like how I always feel, you know, a woman's body is a woman's body, you know, like, why are we getting in this business? It's 2022 guys. Okay. Yes. (laughs) 
Like, why do we still need to be on this topic where we need to tell women what to do with their bodies and control like what they do that way? So all I have to say is I would love when the door will open for women where like, we're constantly not having to fight against what they call that glass ceiling where, you know, we're always constantly trying to push to get further ahead and it just feels like we're not. And now I feel like, you know, certain things are pushing women back and it's just, it's very frustrating, you know? And I just, why can't we let women do what they want? Like, what's it to you? (laughs) Yeah. And like it's 2022 and yet in the pandemic who mostly lost their jobs or left their jobs to help keep the family. family. Exactly. Yep. Surprise. (laughs) (laughs) Right. These are the questions I have. And again, too, like, why is there not women's education on being child-free? Why can't I just like learn about it in a textbook or like be educated if I wanted to? Like when I was in university, um, there was a choice to take something called like women's studies. And then you could take something called woman law and crime. These were courses that were mainly like, you know, I would say more from like the male point of view. So they really brought in like women experts, all of like the education was like written by women. If we can do things like that, why can't we put this in a book or in a class? And then you can choose to go to this class. Why can't this even be like a class option, you know, where women can like learn about it, you know, and know that this might be a choice for them because I think not every culture or society is telling women they do have that option. And it makes me sad because you should feel that you have that option and you shouldn't feel that you have to do kids and this and that, like no one should be forced to do that because it is limiting. And when women have kids, like whether people want to realize it or not, like the woman is doing a lot of that work most of the time, which is also why I didn't want kids. I couldn't do that. You know, like I get very grumpy, you know, like I need to have time to do the things that matter to me, but like to do that with kids, there's just no way (laughs) I'm being super honest. That covers that, I hope. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's good. Um, and I think we touched on this earlier, but is there anything else you want to add to the topic of how we can cultivate more respect for each other in our different choices? Yeah. So again, trying this out in my life right now, we'll see if it works, but just like responding more with like love, less judgment. And like I said, that big picture thinking and having an open mind, right? Like at the end of the day, the more of us that have an open mind, in any aspect of life, it is so going to be better for you. I can only tell you that from experience because I came from having a very narrow mind. It was very, this is black, this is white, this is right, this is left. Like, you know what I mean? There was never in between and there was never any bigger picture. So I can tell you from experience, I've come from that side and it is possible and you can do it, but it is not easy. It's hard to get your mind to be at this point, because again, what you said, it's having the space to be able to hold both sides and not allow like your emotions to take front and center seat, right? Like, again, it's about allowing space for the conversation to have where we're not reacting. And that's like the biggest thing I can say and having an open mind, having an open mind will always build tolerance and will always allow like love and respect. And I think that's the greatest thing like I could ever say to anybody, the moment you open your mind, your world will be completely different. Trust me, like literally speaking from experience, your mind will be completely different. Yeah. 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 And the perspective, like we highlighted too, like shifting that perspective and how you think and how you see and how you feel like all of that works together. But when people can come together like that and be able to do that, it's amazing. And I have friends that, you know, like we don't agree on everything. We don't see side to side on everything, you know, but we're still friends. Like we can still talk, we can still have conversations, you know? So I know it's possible. Like, I know I'm not daydreaming this and I'm not, you know, making this up. It is possible. It is totally possible that you can trust me. Yeah. Yeah. You're living it. Yeah. Yeah. What opportunities has being child-free allowed you to say yes to in your life? Definitely education. Um, big thing for me, like I love school. I've always loved school. I love to learn. I love books. Like I am that super nerd. I could read forever in a day. And like, that's what I love to do. So for me, I never ever wanted to not have the level of education that I deemed was what I wanted. Right. And in my family, I was like the first and only person to graduate university. Everyone else in my family has only done college. So like this was 
huge for me. And it kind of proved to myself too, that I could do it because when I entered university, I had doubts. Like I was like, I don't know if I'm smart enough for this. Like, I don't know if I could do this university is really hard. You have to know what you're doing, you know? And I was like, I'm going into a program I've never been in before. I don't know anybody. This is going to be a whole brand new experience for me, but like literally no regrets. And like, again, I proved to myself something I thought I couldn't do. So if that's any testament to willpower of the mind for anybody, let that be because like, I honestly did not think it would happen. So I'm Mm. glad it did. And because again, not having kids and not having to worry about prioritizing, like, again, when I'm going to get married and when I'm going to have kids, it allowed me to like, take it, you know, in leisure too, because I felt like with my university education, at least like towards the last half, I really got to kind of enjoy it for like what it was. I like learning. Like I like going to class. I like watching the professor speak. Like that's just something I really, really enjoyed doing. So if I didn't have the ability to do that, or like if I had kids and I wasn't able to do that, I think that would have built into like maybe resentment too. I don't ever want to have those feelings or regret or anything like that. So education was a big one for me. And then um, I've experienced a few health issues over the years, um, especially like in my early 20s. So, and some of these were like, you know, pretty intense and they definitely have affected my daily living in certain circumstances with the amount of pain like that these issues led to. So it was a really hard time when I went through a lot of this stuff. And some of these were reproductive issues as well. So like they're in very tender areas, you get a lot of pain. It's just very like not great. And when I was going through this pain and let me tell you, if this is anything like having kids, okay, (laughs) I definitely could not have a kid. If the pain is anything like this was I absolutely could not. So I'm, I can tell you that for sure. So like experiencing what I did on that end too, I don't want to put myself through any unnecessary pain that I don't have to. Any way to cut that out of my life? Absolutely. <laughs> and when you have like health issues like this that kind of come and go too, like some days are good. Some days are not so great. And some days are kind of in between. And I know like my health just would never be constant enough where I could give the same energy and be the same level every single day. Because there are some days where like, I just need a couple of days to like take for myself and like recharge my battery. And I just need to like focus on myself and like get my head back in the game. You know what I mean? Like recalibrate if you will, you know, like that. So that's a big, big thing for me. And I know, again, if I had kids, there's no way I could manage all of that and still be a functioning like human being. There's just absolutely no way, no way, no how. So yeah. Yeah. So those two things in particular, very, very, very important. And it kept me running. So you know what I mean? Like I'm still good. So like, you know, that also shows making that a priority and part of moving to where we are now was part of that. I knew my health was like deteriorating living in the city due to like everything that was happening. And the city is stressful just on its own. You know, it has its own set of challenges. So like I knew coming here would make things better because it would just slow everything down and it would allow me to like take the time that I need to focus on that. And that's exactly exactly what it's been. And I'm so grateful for that. I will always and forever be grateful it worked out that way. Mm, well, congrats on <laughs> being the first to graduate university and Thank your you. family and also for being able to take the space and time you need to care for yourself. Because I think mm-hmm. that that isn't, it's not easy. And it's that, not, it's not. Yeah, and it's, it's hard. Really important. To like explain that to people too. So like, I'm very grateful. Like my core group of friends know about some of the issues that I've dealt with on and off. So they know, like, you know, I'm not always going to maybe be a hundred percent. So they understand like some days, you know, I'll be great. Some days not so much, but then, you know, if you meet new people, it's hard to explain that aspect of your life without like them knowing me fully and as a person. So that definitely can lead to its challenges, but it's nice to have people that do understand and can like know that I make that a priority for myself and they don't feel offended or like, why is she not texting me back right away? Or why is she not calling? Or I haven't heard from her in a couple of days. It never is that because like they understand and they know like what I'm dealing with. So, you know, that's very nice to like have that understanding between all of us. It makes yeah. it easier. Yeah. You know? Really but, important. 
again, that's making it vocal, right? That's like being honest and open, like, hey, this is happening. This kind of is my life. I know it kind of sucks, but hey, if you can work with me, I'll work with you and we'll try to make this work as best we can so that, you know, we both feel like the relationship is being nurtured properly, right? Like no one feels like they're getting, you know, not heard or not the attention that they need. Right. I don't want you to feel like that either. And I don't want you to feel like I'm ignoring you, right? So it's nice to have that understanding and always not having to explain that either time and time again, because they just know they get it. Yeah. And, and, and in being vocal, you're allowing them to understand and support you. Mm-hmm. Which exactly. Is really- And it's hard. Like I didn't want to come out. Like when I was going through the worst of it, like I tried to hide like a lot of what I was going through just because like, I didn't want people to really know I was ashamed because like it was affecting like my work. Like I couldn't work like I wanted to, I couldn't be as social as I wanted to. And I just like, didn't have the energy to do things like I used to. And so for a while, like I just kind of held it in and like, I didn't, people want them to know, but again, holding it in is not good. And like the moment you become honest and you share it. And like, people were like, why didn't you tell me? You know, I wish you had told me what was going on. I would have like, you know, maybe been able to help or this. And it's just like, I know, I know, I know. But when you're going through it and you know, you're that kind of person, it's hard, right? And no one ever wants to share like, bad crappy things about themselves and then like make other people feel bad, you know, but it's again, just setting up like an honest discussion being like, hey, this is it. And hopefully we can find a way that works for both of us. You know what I mean? So important. As we wrap up, I'm curious, Mm -hmm. do you have any Mm -hmm. advice or things you'd like to share with the listeners? Um, when choosing to have kids, don't feel like you have to be pressured. (laughs) Don't Mm -hmm. rush, you know, look at every aspect, be super honest with yourself. Um, because no matter what people say, like you do have time to make this decision. Like, okay. Like it's not as rush, rush as like people make it out to be. You do have time. Okay. You do. So first of all, know that don't rush, don't feel pressured. Don't feel like you have to give in just because other people want, you know, something else. And remember, like, you know, yourself, you know, what's good for you. So make sure that you always honor that because if you don't, let me tell you, it will not work out good for you. And having kids is a big decision. I know some people treat it super lightly, like, oh, it's just having a kid, but it's like having a kid is a really big deal. It's a really big responsibility. And again, it's very life-changing. So make sure when you are making this decision that you like look at the big picture and you just make sure like you are happy if you do choose that or not choose that, but take everything into consideration. Because again, having kids does affect a lot of aspects of your life, you know? And I guess as a really good example of this, when I first started dating my husband, we sat down on like our first or second date and we were literally having dinner. I just came out, like I was super blunt and I was like, I really don't want kids. And I know like we just started dating. The reason why I'm saying this is because like I've made this decision since I was 18 and this is how I feel. So if you're looking for like a wife that wants kids, I'm not going to be that for you. And I'm being very honest, like when I say this and I don't believe my mind will change. I mean, yes, anything in life can happen and things do change. But like at this time, like I know for sure that's not the future or vision I have. So I was very honest and I was like, if you do, like you have every right to walk away from the situation, no hard feelings. I just don't want you spending time with me if you have other, you know, visions for the future. And me being super blunt, I was like, well, see how this goes. (laughs) And then (laughs) hope for the best, right? But when I told him, he told me like he had made this decision to not have kids as well. And that he had actually sat down and like expressed that to his family, like in and around like 18, 19, that, you know, that might not have been an interest for him. And he told me like, when we had this discussion, he was looking for a future with no kids. So I was like, well, that's relieving. You never know how people are going to react. Right. But that was amazing. So all I want to say is like, when you are honest and open like that, you might be surprised like (laughs) what the, you know, like reaction will be. So don't be afraid to be honest and open like that, because in the end, it probably will pay off for you. I know people 
that kind of are like on the fence and like you just kind of, you sit and you're not sure. And I would never want someone to be pulled into something that they don't really want to do. Right. Cause like no one should live a life like that. You know, you should always feel like you have a choice in like what you're doing when it comes to those aspects of your life. Right. So I'm glad it went well and now we're married. So <laughs> I guess it worked. I wouldn't say that approach would work for everybody. I'm just a very blunt person. Like it worked in my situation, but if you're not comfortable doing something like that or being that vocal, do it in a way, obviously that feels most comfortable for you. Mm, good advice. <laughs> I love that it worked out for you guys. <laughs> I know. And I really wasn't expecting that. Like, honest to God, like I kind of thought that was it. Like once I had shared that I didn't want kids, I was like, it's probably going to be the end of the date right now. Like I'm, yeah. that's it. Like that's it. Like I'm going home. <laughs> This is the end of that. I'll never forget that moment. But like, mm. I just wanted to be honest because I knew, you know, and at that point too, like I had come out of a relationship and I felt like my time was kind of wasted. So like, I just didn't want to go through this again. Like I knew mm. whoever I was going to date next, like I hope is going to be the forever relationship, you know, the one that I'm not going to have to like start over again and again and again. So like, I'm just so grateful it worked out, but definitely being true to yourself like that, I can say is the best advice for sure. Mm, And know what you want, know what you want. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I know that's not easy. Like saying like, know what you want. Like, no, it's not easy sometimes, you know, because we do think, well, I regret this, you know, am I making the right decision? And sometimes, you know, in life, you're not going to know you've made the right decision until like time has passed. And I know Mm. that those are the decisions that are always the hardest to make because you don't know, but like, you know what, at least you're trying, you know, like you're, you're doing something right. So it's just like, give it a shot. (laughs) Yeah. And if you don't know, that's okay. And just allowing yourself to have the time to explore, be curious, ask yourself questions, figure it out. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And again, don't feel like you have to rush through that because there is lots of time. Like, no people say like you don't, but you do have time because I know like there are people that have kids much later in life too. Right. Like there are couples like that. And you see that in the media too. Like there are definitely people out there that are having kids much later in life. If that is something you want, don't feel like, you know, you turn 30 and all the pressure hits and you need to make this sudden decision. And like, that's it. No, no, you don't. And you don't have to feel that you're on a time limit and that you are running out of time because there are, if you do plan to have kids, there will be time for you to do that. If you don't want them, you also have the time to make that decision too. So yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Alana, for coming on and sharing your story. Um, So grateful to have you on. And I'm curious, uh, for those who hear this and would like to connect with you, how can they do so? Oh, yeah. Um, on my business pages, both on Facebook and Instagram, they're exactly the same. They're Alana Accessories. And um, both of those profiles are spelled exactly the same. So either one, you can connect with me there. Or if you go on my Etsy shop, I also have a direct messaging icon. You can click it right from the main page and it'll like pop up with a little window and then you can put your like message in there and talk to me there. So cool. literally whichever works for you guys. <laughs> awesome. Perfect. Well, I will be sure to include those in the show notes and awesome. yeah. Thank you again. You're so welcome. Thank you so much for having me. This has been an amazing experience. I hope something I said will resonate with someone, I hope, but um, this has been amazing regardless. And thank you so much. Like this has just been absolutely incredible. So thank you. You're so welcome. (laughs) All right. We'll catch you next time. Hey, listener, real quick before you go, if you're curious what it might be like to work with a coach around any aspect of your child-free life, or the decision to have kids in the first place, you can book a free 45-minute clarity call with me through my Instagram page. My handle is at Coach Anna Olson, and you'll find a link to book your session in the link tree. I cannot wait to talk to you.